911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, it's going to be a little bit different. I titled this episode, God, Is That You? So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. For anybody who has listened to this show for any length of time, you know that I'm very open about the fact that when it comes to religion and a belief in God, the truth is that I just don't know the answers for me personally. And while I've spent now 34 years seeking those answers, I have found my religious solace in that of the universe, something very spiritually connected, something that I would relate to more of Buddhism than anything else, although I would never dare call myself a practicing Buddhist. Now, why am I sharing this with you? Last week, I had a moment that reminded me of just how weak I once was, weak because I used to never have the ability to listen to that little inner voice, to listen to that whisper, sometimes that nagging that we often have. Some might call it a gut feeling. And I was reminded of just how in tune I am to that voice that I believe to be my higher power, the one that I believe in. And it happened to me In the weirdest way, I meditate on a regular basis. And this particular morning, about 20 minutes after I was done meditating, I kept hearing something come up over and over. It was almost like a nagging song that I couldn't get to just shut up. And I thought what I was hearing was song 21, S-O-N-G 21, song 21. Try to do something else, song 21. And it gets louder and louder, song 21. And I'm like, I'm I'm like, what is this? So I finally start to pay attention to this voice that I'm hearing, and I'm understanding that it's not the word song, it's actually the word psalm, P-S-A-L-M, Psalm 21. Now, admittedly, I don't know that I have ever even picked up the book of Psalms and read one for myself, and this voice became louder and louder and louder, and finally, I said to myself, fuck, okay. So I Googled it in, Psalm 21. And I sat with the words and I started to read them in a way to where I listened to what that inner voice was saying in how this might be applicable in my own life. And this isn't a a religious episode in a way that I'm trying to put any kind of belief on anybody. Certainly, I am not the one who would ever do that to somebody else, being agnostic myself. But I do feel like it's important to read this particular psalm in order to fully convey just how impactful it is to listen to that inner voice when it does come up for you. In this song, in this psalm, um, it's actually David that is speaking to the Lord, and he says, The king rejoices in your strength, Lord. How great is his joy in the victories you give. You have granted him his heart's desire and have not withheld the request of his lips. You came to greet him with rich blessings and placed a crown of pure gold on his head. He asked you for life and you gave it to him, length of days forever and ever. Through the victories you gave his glory is great. You have bestowed on him splendor and majesty. Surely you have granted him unending blessings and made him glad with the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord. Through the unfailing love of the Most High, he will not be shaken. 
Your hand will lay hold on all of your enemies. Your right hand will seize your foes. When you appear in battle, you will burn them up as in a blazing furnace. The Lord will swallow them up in his wrath and in his fire will consume them. You will destroy their descendants from the earth and their posterity from mankind. Though they plot evil against you and and devise wicked schemes, they cannot succeed. You will make them turn their backs when you aim at them with drawn bow. Be exalted in your strength, Lord. We will sing and praise your might. I read this a total of six times over and over and over again, understanding for myself what this meant for me in this moment, this this silent whisper of me being told, you need to look this up, you need to seek this out, listen to these words, regardless of your religious belief, regardless of you not believing in God, Ashley, God in the typical sense that most people do, but listen to these words. And the open nature when it comes to my spiritual growth gives me permission to be able to seek out the wisdom and the guidance of words and wisdom from other people. So I went further and I actually YouTubed a few different ministers wanting to know their take on what this particular psalm meant, wanting to know how this applied to my life. Why was this message coming through? Why was this important to me on that particular morning? And it actually gave me the chills because not only was this a message that I would have never had any other reason to look up apart from it screaming that I needed to, but it relates to my own life because I started to recognize how complacent I've become in allowing people in my inner circle when they don't necessarily serve me. And the way that I interpret this in relation to my own life is not necessarily a belief, a a religious belief, a belief in God, but instead how it's applicable to the people that are not supportive of my way of being, the light and the love, the encouragement, the journey that I'm on. And I talk a lot with my clients about the importance of just cutting off the fat, making sure that the people that are not adding value and are not supporting you along your journey are either told as such, And the ones that you know are not going to be able to change in support of your journey are omitted almost completely, if at all possible. And I know how difficult this is because when I started my own journey of growth, and maybe this is the same and it's resonating for you as you're listening to this, there's always somebody that's existing in your circle that does not belong there. Just because somebody is in your life does not mean that they belong there. And I could have cried after coming to the realization of this message coming through and what these words meant to me and how this is something that I need to take care of for myself because there are people, admittedly, that I have allowed to get too close to me that are not there to serve me. They are not there to be supportive. And that realization gave me the clarity. It gave me the permission to allow myself to completely cut ties with them in a way that makes me feel exhilarated. It makes me feel lighter even just saying this. And I know that there are people in your own life that are not serving you. And perhaps you're struggling with the way to go about how you execute on having somebody in your circle, especially when they might be very close to you. And I think that for me, the biggest realization was a lot of it is routine. We are habitual creatures. And when we get caught up in the routine of a relationship, 
it makes it feel like that has to exist, but that's not true. We're allowed to change our mind. We're allowed to change our mind on the things that we want in our life. We're allowed to change our mind on the people that we have in our circle, how close or how far we want those people to be in our lives. And ultimately, the most important thing is to make sure that you are always protecting your kingdom, your house, your livelihood, your relationships. And I would ask you to question how that relationship with that one person, maybe several, is impacting the healthy relationships that you have in your life that you know are supportive, the healthy relationships that you know that you want to maintain and continue to nourish and grow. And also ask, how much of that nourishment and growth and effort do you put into that negative relationship that isn't really being reciprocated? Imagine for a second how much more time and freedom and mental clarity you would have if you didn't have to exhaust yourself in order to show up and be somebody special in another person's life who probably doesn't really give a shit about you on the back end. And that's a hard pill to swallow. But I think that if we're able to get real with ourselves and we're able to understand exactly what it is that we want from the relationships and what it is that we have to provide to the relationships that we have in our lives, we have a better understanding of the source of reciprocity. Reciprocity means you give some, I give some. It should always be this maintained balance. It should always be an effort on both sides. You should never feel like you're compromising yourself or compromising your time spent even alone or with other people for the sake of somebody else, somebody asking you to do something for them all the time, somebody asking you to show up and mentally exhaust yourself at their expense. And I don't want this to come across the wrong way. We certainly need to show up for the people in our lives on an emotional level and give and pour and add value. But what I'm saying here is when we recognize that there are people that are not supportive of that, when we recognize that there are people that are draining us far greater than they are ever supporting us, it's probably time to reevaluate those relationships. It is Monday. I hope that it is already an incredible day for you. If you've gotten any value out of this episode, please do me a favor. Drop a review. Subscribe to the show. And as always, if you are not already in our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group, we would love to have you in there. Know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.